0: Hi everyone, Mighty Mommy here, and I'm ready to share some creative, insightful, and practical parenting tips. I'm your host, Cheryl Butler. In the first episode of this five part series on raising developmentally delayed children, we discussed steps to take if you suspect your child has any type of special needs. The second episode of the series focused on coping with a formal diagnosis. And in the third episode, we looked at the process involved for your child to receive an individual education plan also known as an IEP, through the school district. In the fourth episode of this series, we focused on creating a positive, fulfilling life for you and your special needs child, and I gave you my first four tips on how to do that. Before you go on, I recommend reviewing Part 1, 2, 3, and 4 of this series if you haven't already done so. Today, we're going to wrap up our series, and I'll close with four additional tips on moving forward and living your best possible life with your amazing child. Here are my final four tips on ways you can move forward and live a wonderful life with your special needs child. Tip number five, create a parent's wish list. Whether you have a special needs child or not, I think every parent should have a wish list that they can share with others to ease the burden of parenting every now and again. Your list can include anything that might make your life easier and more enjoyable, and it can even include other members of your family. Some items might include... Babysitting. A few nights or days off throughout the year with no strings attached. Carpooling. Perhaps friends, co-workers, or close family members could offer to take up one of the legs of the basketball practice all season or offer to take your special needs child to one of his therapy appointments just so you can have a little break. Meal preparation. We often see friends pitch in and make meals for new mothers. How about for a tired or overwhelmed mother instead? And you can do the same for a friend in need when it's her turn for a little parenting TLC. Playdates. This can be a win-win situation for both parties involved. Sometimes you can score an easy couple of hours off if a good friend will offer to take your child or children to her house for a playdate to free you up for some quiet time. She benefits as well because her kids can be entertained by yours. And then you can return the favor when she's feeling a little overwhelmed. Tip number six, make time for your marriage and your other children. Naturally, your special needs child will be the focus of much of your attention, but don't let your relationship with your spouse and other children suffer because of it. Be mindful of keeping a strong connection, even if it's just taking a few moments to text your partner and let him know how grateful you are that he is such an important part of your life. Put love notes in your other kids' lunch boxes or under their pillows, letting them know how much you love them and what a big help they are to their sibling in need. Tip number seven, find a new family hobby. Families that spend time together grow strong together. Don't let your child's disability stand in the way of checking out some new hobbies that you can all participate in. If your child's disability is physical, then maybe skiing or hiking is out. But how about starting a family collection together that everyone can participate in, like sports memorabilia, stamps, or Disney items? Older kids might be interested in learning more about your family tree. If your child's disability isn't physical, the whole family can participate in walk or other group activities to raise money for worthy causes. Brainstorm ideas with your spouse and kids, and then pick the ones that are the best fit for your family. Don't forget artistic and cooking hobbies as well. Because our family lives so close to the beach, we make a point of beachcombing all year long, despite the weather outside. My daughters and I love to collect sea glass, with which we use to make jewelry and decorative items for our home, like colorful picture frames and beachy wreaths and such. The boys in our family love a good adventure. They found everything from old radios to baseball bats washed up on the shore. Once, one of my sons even found a wallet with $50 in it. It keeps us active, and the ocean is a place we all love spending time together. Tip number eight, stop and smell tulips. When three of my eight children first received their developmental delay diagnoses, a good friend of the family shared the following poem with me. I cried when I read it, but I printed it and I hung it up in my kitchen so I would always be reminded that all children are a blessing, regardless of their disabilities. The name of the poem is called Welcome to Holland by Emily Pearl Kingsley. I am often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability to try to help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. It's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and you make your wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice. You may learn some handy phrases in Italian. It's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags, and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The stewardess comes in and says, Welcome to Holland. Holland? You say? What do you mean, Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. They've landed in Holland, and there you must stay. The important thing is that they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So you must go out and buy a new guidebook, and you must learn a whole new language, and you will meet a whole new group of people you never would have met. It's just a different place. It's slower-paced than Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there for a while, and you catch your breath, you look around, and you begin to notice that Holland has windmills, and Holland has tulips. Holland even has Rembrandt's. But everyone you know is busy coming and going from Italy, and they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, Yes, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever, ever go away, because the loss of that dream is a very, very significant loss. But if you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special, the very lovely things about Holland. And for those of you just starting on this scary journey into developmental delays, therapy, special education, and other unpleasant things you never planned for, I, Mighty Mommy, want to assure you that this isn't necessarily going to be for the rest of your life. My first developmentally delayed son, now 18, is graduating from high school this year and heading off to college in the fall with a promising future in college baseball. My daughter, now 17, is a junior and in the top 25 of her class. She never stops talking and is planning on going to college to become a dental hygienist. My third child, with speech delays, turned 14 this week and is not only talkative, but also an excellent student, a social magnet, and though he still has an IEP right now, he might not have one for very very much longer if he continues to progress as he has. Are you raising a child with special needs? Please share your thoughts in the comments section or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget, check out my family-friendly boards on pinterest.com slash Check back next week for more parenting tips. Meanwhile, remember, you are your child's biggest advocate and you're not alone. Enjoy and love your precious child for the individual that he or she is and watch what happens. Until next time, everyone, happy parenting.